I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. Fill her up. You're listening to the Gas Digital Network. Conceive, believe, achieve. Shut the f*** up. This is Believe You Me on the Gas Digital Network. We are going, we are going. So, uh, Anthony, where are you in the world right now? Uh, I'm in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Grand Rapids, uh, Michigan, helping out Jamal Hill. Yeah, yeah. The uh, Yeah, it's wild, man. I, it's cold as shit here. It's snowy, um, just like at home. But his team has been I – have, I haven't even seen Jamal yet. Oh, I'm shaking the table. Got to stop sh- doing that. You're shaking everybody. You're shaking uh, it up. There's been 17,000 flights cancelled from last week alone. It's all the bloody local news stories want to talk about. Did you have any troubles with the flight? And I know this is boring, everybody. Don't worry. Turn that fan off, babe. No, no. It's I from what I understand, most of the most of the issues with the flights are from the Southwest. I think they're all Southwest flights. So no, I flew United. His team, they picked me up at the airport. Um, his head coach gave me his wife's car to drive while I'm here. They put me up in this nice hotel. They haven't even seen him yet, and they've already taken great care of me. Lovely jubbling. Well, we can't wait to hear all about that. Today, guys, we got a special show. Of course, we've got the one and only Dorino, Gilbert Burns, joining us in just a few minutes. But it's the end of the year. So not only do we have the end-of-year awards, as voted by you, the believers, then Anthony gets his choice, I get my choice. If there's a tiebreaker, Brian will be the decider, and Harrington will, will be playing quiz show host. And when I say quiz show host, because me, it's going to be the first ever MMA trivia between Anthony Lionheart-Smith going head-to-head with the Count. We're going to test your knowledge. We've got four categories. We want you to play along at home. And don't cheat, you little bastards. Uh, but we're going to waffle along for a bit. Uh, so you're down there helping Jamal Hill. That, that, that Honestly, that's amazing. It really is, Anthony. Yeah, I'm excited, man. I, th- I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, I, I was really excited on my, even like packing my stuff last night. and getting on the plane this morning it's just you know how it is you've been in this the sport for so long and you kind of do the same thing over and over and over and i don't know and it's just new it's a new group of guys it's a new gym it's a new place uh and i get to tap into that like that coaching kind of like yeah i'm here because they need my help not necessarily he's got big guys he's got people that can push him but he needs he needs my expertise as far as my my time i spent with or with glover 
and and I'm a jujitsu guy, so I think obviously that's the the point of you know contention. I think in this fight is can Glover take him down and keep him there? Can Jamal stand his feet and land a big shot? Um, You're the so Batman I, of the light heavyweight division. Yeah, like I'm excited to to I don't know. I guess just dump. We we talk about you and I talk about this all the time. I'm excited to to dump off some of this knowledge and some of this experience onto somebody else. And, and it's really exciting because he's so appreciative and excited about it himself. Well, we can't wait to hear all about it. I've got one question though. I'm assuming you're going to be there for maybe a week, two weeks. Give me a breakdown on the time. No, it's a quick in and out. It's just three days, three days. Yeah, three days. So you're back for New Year's Eve. That's what I was going to oh, get. Yeah. Oh, I was yeah, like, Saturday. how does oh, the yeah. wife feel and the children feel that you're just going off, you know, to help. I mean, it's a very noble thing. You know, you are the lion heart through and through, but this uh, abandoning the family at such a special time of the year. <laughs> no, I was supposed to be here uh, Tuesday. I was supposed to be here Tuesday to Friday. Uh, whoa, I messed my chair up, Mike. Jesus Christ, it's going off the this, rails already. This is going off the rails. Um, but then I, I double booked myself because on Wednesday, yes, yesterday, my, my oldest daughter had a, a thing where the dads, um, or the male figures in their life, but most of them, it's the dads. A couple of them are uncles, but um, we met at this restaurant, had pizza, you know, did their gift exchanges with with their teammates, and then we took them to a, a women's uh, Husker basketball game. So we nice. all went. So I didn't want, I can't miss that. I can't no. send her there, have her be the only one without her dad there. So um, I pushed it back until today. Beautiful, beautiful. Well, well done. Um, I apologize, everyone. I'm drinking my protein shake. Did you uh, do a lot of protein shakes in your life, Anthony, when you're training? No, not really at all. I've never been a supplement guy. I, I don't do it. Yeah, sorry, go on. No, I've, I've just never. I did. I have a little bit here and there. I've done some of the thorn stuff. Um, to be honest with you, maybe I just have never done it long enough. I just don't ever feel like it helps. Like I, I can never tell a difference. It doesn't. Like pre-workouts back in the day would just be fucking cracked out of my mind but yeah they help. other than they that, help if you can't be asked having a workout the pre-workout yeah. will blow your mind uh no it's funny you say that because when i saw my back doctor last week we were talking about some other stuff talking about stem cells which he didn't advise but i'm gonna do anyway uh, why didn't he advise that did he say was there a yeah, reason? Yeah, he did. Yeah. He said because uh, he, he believes it's dangerous because you don't know where you're getting those cells from a lot of the time. You yeah. go down to Mexico. He said a lot of those cells can sometimes be carrying microscopic bacteria. He said if that gets into your spine, and by the way, one more time, Stefan Bonner, as I find out now, that's kind of what happened to Stefan Bonner. He had a, an infection in his body uh, that got into his spine, I believe. Anyway, so for reasons like that. And then also he said it doesn't really work. And I said, well, people swear by it. And the doctor said the placebo effect is 30%. But still, wow. I'm going to give it a try. But anyway. <laughs> You're like, we were, I'm, still, I'm still fucking, I'm still doing it. <laughs> I'm not walking around in pain for the rest of my life. I'm only 43. Uh, but um, one of those conversations we were having at that time was about supplements. And he actually mm -hmm. said, you know, he said a lot of these supplements, they're not regulated by the FDA. They're not regulated by the FDA and they don't really do much. And I'll be honest, I never really did a lot of supplements. You know, uh, I do a few now, like this, I've got a shake here, protein powder. What is it? I've got some branch chain amino acids in it, but then mainly just blueberries, spinach. What else? There's a bit of psyllium husk, you know, that's, uh, makes you go to the know, toilet. I don't even know what that is. It's just, it, it just makes you shit like crazy. Oh, it's, it's clean it's, you it's, out. 
it's good for your your, your intestinal health, uh, your gut health. That what else is in there? Yeah, you blueberry, spinach, bit of protein powder. You know, I do a little bit of protein, like just kind of as a like I don't I don't do real well with breakfast. Like when I get up and I got a nine a.m. or ten a.m. training session, like even if I'm awake at seven thirty. It just takes me a while before I'm hungry and it makes me like I can't I, I can't even force myself to eat. So a lot of times I'll do like a protein shake with a banana, you know, you know, yep. blend it into it or something like that with some peanut butter just to so I have something in my system to get it going in the morning. But other than that, really nothing at all. These days I don't really eat breakfast. I try and it's not intermittent fasting, but I just delay my first meal. But when I was training for sure, I'd always have a protein shake with a banana, same as you, just so you got mm -hmm. a bit of carbs, a bit of something in your system. But anyway, uh, we are not here to talk about the highs protein and lows shakes. of the supplement world. Okay. <laughs> and if you are, if you are here to watch that, don't watch us. Okay. Watch somebody else because we're going to have a laugh. We're going to have some fun. I want to talk to Gilbert Burns, Gilbert Burns, typical fashion. You must have heard the term Brazilian time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, he's yep. living up BPT, Brazilian people time. Brazilian people time. He's currently late. He's currently late. We pushed it I, from 12 to 12.15. Yeah. Go no, on. I was going to bring up something, but I I told myself in the elevator, oh, no, I'll just bring it up with Mike off, off camera. Is it sensitive? I don't think so. Who does it involve? You. Ah, bring it up. Okay. Do you know who Jamal Hills, just, just to BS while we're waiting on Gilbert. Yeah. Do you know who Jamal Hills coach is? Um, tell me. I don't think I do off the top of my head. His name is Chad. I got to remember his last name here. Hold on. Chad. Chad. I have no idea what this is. Going Pomeroy. On. What about him? Did Never you have heard. a run in with him in, in, uh, Raleigh? Raleigh, North Carolina. I don't know. I might have done because I got very drunk that night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he must have. He, well, I, whatever. We were talking about we were talking about something, and he was like, "Yeah." I was like, "Oh, he said you want to go get some food." I said, "No, I'm going to go back to the hotel. I'll order some food and have a. I got you know, I'm going to jump on with Bisbing. We're going to do a, a podcast episode." He's like, "Oh, that guy hates me." I was like, "Why?" And he he said he cracked an English joke. When you guys were talking a buffer or something, he said, "Oh, well, someone better give me some whiskey before the Englishman comes in here and drinks it all." And it apparently pissed you <laughs> off real bad. No, no, it didn't. it's a good joke. Yeah, no, it's it a is. Good it joke, is actually. No, no, no. Jokes like that wouldn't have annoyed me. Uh, tell him I say hello. I don't I hate anybody. I, I don't hate anyone. Tell him I say what's up. But I did. I did indulge that night a little bit. So, uh, anywho, moving on, Anthony Smith. I can't <laughs> wait to embarrass you next time because. I ain't holding back, brother. I am That's not holding okay. back. It's the end of the year almost. Do you have any New Year's resolutions? Again, while we wait for Gilbert Durino Burns. Yeah, you, I was thinking about this yesterday. I want to... <clears throat> excuse me. You know, Mike, I want to... I want to do a better job of staying in shape. Like, better shape in between fights. When I was younger, and I was trying to make it, I was on the regional scene for a really long time, I didn't... I didn't have a choice. I, I had to stay fight ready for any opportunity that came because I needed to pay my bills. And, you know, that's when you could kind of stick it to some of those regional scene shows when they needed mm -hmm. a quick main event versus a local guy that was a big draw. So, you know, I took a lot of short notice fights. That's how I got back in the UFC. I took a, you know, a tough fight on five days notice in Pittsburgh. So I was just ready constantly for years. And, you know, then you start getting banged up and you're busy and you got kids and, and you don't have to take short notice fights anymore. I don't, 
I'm not like a lazy piece of shit, but I do allow myself to get super heavy and, and, and just, I guess my rule of thumb was always, I'd like to stay within two or three weeks, you know, like that kind of shape. And I just haven't done that for a while. So I want to do a better job of just, just, and just health wise, as I'm getting older, the, the yo-yo thing, the up and down with my conditioning and my shape and my weight, just, I think long-term is probably not good for you. So I just want to do a better job of staying in shape in between fights. Well, that is a good one. And it's a good one that you realize while you're still kind of young and you still got a few more years left in you. Because when I look back on my career, the biggest regret that I have is just that not staying in shape, excuse me, in that protein shake, uh, not staying in shape enough between fights, you know, and talking of staying in shape between fights. Here we have a guy that always does that, Gilbert Dorino Burns. Gilbert, if you watch this show back, we were having a bit of fun. We weren't, we weren't insulting you. We were talking about Brazilian time, you know. <laughs> and Gilbert shows up with Brazilian time in mind. How are you, brother? Thanks for joining us. I'm good. How are you guys doing? Oh, we're great, good. man. Thanks, thanks for joining Anthony and I. Uh, where do we start? I mean, first of all, how was your Christmas, mate? Was good. Not too much food. <laughs> I, I I had a shrink, hard strength conditioning in the morning Saturday, and then a little ice bath. And then uh, I have a couple friends coming over. We had a great time. Was was good. A lot of kids running out. It was a nice nice time. Ah, uh, you get your kids anything super special? They ask for anything real big, or or what did Santa bring? No, they 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 love with football right now, American football. So they got the jersey, Justin Jefferson. They got Tyreek Hill jersey. Yeah, they 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 in love with football. So not not nice. for much. That means you guys nothing. you guys you guys stole Tyreek from us in Kansas yes, City. We stole Tyreek Hill. <laughs> yeah. He's doing good. Just two of yeah, messing up great. a little bit, but Tyreek Hill is he's a beast. You like you like American football, Gilbert? Yeah, I do like it now. Now because of my kids, they watch that thing mm. all day. So I'm kind of learning more and more. We went to a couple of Dolphin games. That's the team here in the area. So we all Miami Dolphins fans. Uh, they need to win two more to make the to the the playoffs. But it's tough. Uh, I hope they do. But it's tough. I'm jealous. I'm jealous because I don't follow any team sports at all, and I wish I did. Because if I wasn't here, you two could sit there like real men and talk about <laughs> sports, maybe with a beer, and you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah. Anytime when guys get together, I just have to look at my phone. I can't join in on the sport conversations. <laughs> I'm combat sports fighting only, so I'm very, very jealous. Um, how was training camp going, buddy? Going good, going tough, not easy. You know, uh, I got two guys that are doing the new magazine for me. They two beasts. The guy that First one is the Lando Taylor postman. He he was just in the finals on the PFL. He lost in the finals, and the other the other one is Jason Jackson. He's number two now. Bellator beat Douglas Lima, beat all these guys. He's waiting for a title shot. So I have those two guys help me in every single day. And not easy, you know, because I'm I'm at the point right now, Bisping, that I win is not enough. You know, I need to I need to get a finish. I need to be spectacular. I need in order to have that type of finish, the training camp is different. You know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm putting a lot of work to make sure January 21st I come ready to finish this guy. Not, not just a win, not a bullshit decision. Not, let's see what the judge is gonna see. No, fuck that. No more. You know, I don't, mm. I'm, I don't want to let nothing. I never like it, but after the last one, even more now. I don't want to depend on the judges. They've been messing up a lot of guys. So no, I have 15 minutes to to make this guy, you know, to finish this guy and don't don't let the judges make a decision for me. 
Well, before we talk too much about uh, Neil Magny, like you kind of brought it up there a little bit with the decision and, and you know, kind of how that, you know, the, the Shemaya fight went. When you watch it back, because uh, that fight was so close and so, honestly, it's one of the best fights I've ever seen. And and so good, exactly. I just wanted to say because I don't want to revisit Gilbert. You should be proud of yourself, regardless, yeah. because you you know everyone knows. Yeah. I'm sorry to hijack your question. He's been destroying everybody, yeah. dude. You pushed him to the absolute goddamn limit. And maybe if there was another round, you might have got the finish. So you gotta you you gotta be a little happy with that. So, so, sorry, Anthony. A little bit, no. still lost. A little bit, still lost, man. Yeah, I know what you're saying. I got it. Yeah, but it you know. Like when you watch it back, it's like when I like sometimes when I'm bored, I'll just go watch that fight. Like <laughs> I don't know if the the you know some of the the believers and the people watching this or listening to it understand how goddamn hard it is to fight like that or to be in a fight like that and keep coming forward. It, it that's a fighter's fighter, you know what I mean? So uh, yeah. just watching it, uh, like I was proud of you just being a friend in a in a you know a competitor myself but when you watch it do you you feel like you won and what would you have done differently in that fight because i feel like you only showed one part of your game like there was a little tiny bit of jujitsu which which i think no matter how heavy your hands are how great your striking has been and how good you looked your conditioning everything i still think your jujitsu is the best part of your game yeah you were able to and you were able to do what you did without using it at all yeah, when I looked that fight back, I I I I think it was a close fight. Uh but I I I I I'm I go very heavy on myself. I criticize myself so much I should do this, I could have done that shit. So I, I watch it I watch it multiple times. Whenever the fight was over, I think on that week I, I passed maybe Five hours were just watching that fight, making notes. Oh shit, I should have done that. Oh, I was thinking that at that time. Yeah, I think that was good. Yeah, I should have done a little bit more of that. I think calf kicks were very good and effective. I should do a little bit more. But then he was countering very good too. So it was a little like resistant to keep throwing. Then he boom give me a big counter. Uh, but I think I should I could mix it up a little bit more with the kicks. One takedown. Offensive for me was very good. I should have done that a little bit more. But then we as a fighter, we know how much energy you, you waste. When you go to a shot, you put a lot of energy and you miss the shot. So it's a lot of energy. So I was kind of preserving the energy, but I was saying, shit, I should go one more for the takedown. It, it, it makes me go crazy, you know, when I watch it because I'm like, shit, I couldn't have done that. The hand's supposed to be a little bit more up, a little bit more head movement. But I... I now he, he, he's on the pass. I see on a good way, but on the beginning, I watch it like so much. I think he, no one watched that fight more than me. Mm. Does, does I, it bother you when he when he says no one? Sorry, Mike. No, no, does no. Does it bother no. you when he says no one will fight him and these guys are turning down fights? Because all I see is That's you trying to get question. that fight again. He knows. The UFC knows. Most of the fans knows. But he, 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 he I don't know. It gets to a point that anything that the guy does, it becomes a, a huge news. The guy does a little, and everybody, like, those reporters got to get a little better on that because, like, even that fight, like, two weeks after that, that Pereira and, uh, and uh, Adesanya fight, one, even when we all fight this guy next week, Bisping, 
Anthony, you guys been a five five rounds of war. Can you fight one week after? How <laughs> how how disrespected is this guy? Oh, I fight, I beat this guy next week. No, you don't because the fight's not happening. He's kind of a little bit delusional sometimes, like yo, like me. Oh, I play, I play, I run quicker than Tyreek Hill. I know we're not <laughs> gonna run. That's mm. why I'm saying that shit. So he's kind of getting to this level. It bothers me a little bit because you have to know I'm fight. I'm I'm a fighter. I'm not gonna be picking choose. My last fight was Hamza. I was number two. He was number what 11, 12, I don't know. Now I'm number five. I'm fighting New Mags, another one number 13, 14, I don't know. He's already back there. So my goal is to become a champion. Still nothing changed, you know. I want to more than ever now because I know kind of my 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 time is, is closing, you know. I'm 36. Mm. I don't have 10 more years. So I want to I want to get a couple of finishes and, and and get another title shot and, and and make that title, you know, and win that title. But they know I'm fighting this guy. I'll fight anyone, bro. Since September, so I had a little little surgery on my hand right after the fight, but it was a very quick one and close. Since September, I'm trying to get a fight, and then they always oh, gonna be Masvidal. It's gonna be that guy. It's gonna be I'm fighting only in January. Not my fault, but they UFC know he knows I'll I'll fight anyone. So that actually answers one of my questions because I was going to say, how come you only fought once last year? And by the way, what a fight that was. It's on everyone's fight of the year list, which we are doing later in this show. And you never know. You might get an award, Gilbert. But but that was the reason? Because of the injured hand? No. Like I said, the fight was in April. Uh, me, like three weeks after the fight, I got the surgery done quick. You know, after I, I got here... Uh, I, I had a doctor appointment. He said, oh, you got something in your, in your hand. You got to do an MRI. But then I went to Lucas fight. He fought Bilal Muhammad. I went to Vegas. And then I had like one or two more trips that I did. When I went back, we did the MRI. I said, bro, he's a little, he, he's just a, a tendon. We just got to reattach your tendon. It's very simple. So we did. In May, beginning of May, I did the surgery. That was well, not even two months recovery, and I was training. I was in shape. I was asking for f- f- since September, I've been asking for a fight. And they said, oh, it's going to be Jorge Masvidal. Don't worry. We're going to make that fight. Big fight for you. And then it's okay. And then September passed, October, November, December, Brazil. And not my fault. I wish I had another fight done. But yeah. I think that's the – in. I have uh, – 11 years now that I'm doing MMA, that's the only year that I just have one fight. That's the only one. Yeah. Not my fault. Uh, not your fault at all. But you do have a book. Uh, sorry, a fight booked in just a few weeks. Take it on Neil Magny. As you say, ranked number 13, but a guy with a tremendous amount of experience, yes. been in there for a long time. I think he's like almost at the record for the most amount of fights in yeah. the world's way. division. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So obviously a tough opponent. When you look at him, when you break him down, because you clearly watch a lot of fight, as you say, you watch the Hamza fight so much. I, I can't watch ones that I lose. But anyway, uh, but you felt that you won. Um, when you look at Neil, how do you break him down? And what do you think is his biggest threat? He's a volume guy. You know, he throws a bunch of shit. He controls the distance very good. He has a big cardio, bro. The guy can can. He can take a beat and keep coming. Yeah, that's one thing that I see. I think his best quality is that. For sure, he's a striker, you know. Uh, good hands. He want to keep the distance. Uh, he got better on the grappling. got better on wrestling. But I would say he's a striker. Long, 
lanky. You wanna you wanna fight a little bit on outside, but on the same time, wanna throw a lot of volume. And he has a good card. The guy's tough, you know. I I kind of respect him. Sometimes when I look at the fight and and then when he does a bad movement or something, I say, man, that was a a poor choice. You know, that was a making decision. wasn't the the best decision. That I think that he he kind of make a lot of mistakes in making the bad decision in a fight. Sometimes he may, why he kicked that guy and got taken down, why he did that, you know, like sometimes I don't think he make the right decision, but on the same time, the guy fights anyone. He's another one that should, he's the one that should have that BMF because he don't mm. care. And not, not, he's a thing that I want to have. I don't have that, that respect that he does. He fights, if he loses, he don't give a shit couple months later he's fighting again another guy he's doing a little bit better and he kept constantly making mistake got back to a drawing board and fight again and fight again and that's why he got the most the record of most reason the world to win the division i'm taking him super seriously especially like i said i want to finish in brazil i don't want to just a uh, decision take that guy down and hold him down or whatever or no i want to finish so i'm I'm working my butt off for this fight, and uh, I do respect that guy so much, but I, I I see I can finish him, and that's exactly what I'm working towards to do. Man, you said something there that really stuck with me because I've said, I've said the same thing about Neil Magny before, that I wish I had his ability to forget yeah. because it's like because he cares just as much as I do. You know, I've had lots of conversations with Neil, and, and for that one night, he allows himself to be sad about it. And then after that, he he'll take the the criticism and the and the mistakes that he made. He'll take that stuff with him, but he won't fucking think about it again. He, he's like he just moves on. And I I have such a hard time doing that. I hold on to it. Same, same. You, but I, I respect that on him because I saw he he no one wants to fight that guy Shavkat, and then he fought, and then he lost, and. I can see that he takes not as a big deal. Like, and boom, he fight Daniel Rod and then beat Danny Rodriguez and then call me out and got the fight and he fighting in Brazil. Like, I can see like that. He he kind of, he take his shit good. He, he he don't hold on to shit. He's, I cannot do that. If I lose, <laughs> I'll be pissed off. I want to, yeah. That's what you got to do though. You know, yeah. I mean, as sad as it, and sometimes as hard as it is, you know, holding on to that negativity, not going to achieve anything. You know, yeah, you can be angry, you can be mad, and you can use that to fuel you in your training to make sure that you get the finishes or whatever. But, you know, you got to let it go. And that is something that Neil does do well. Uh, before we ask you something else, I want to say to you, Gilbert, you have a very analytical mind. Obviously, you have some of the best jujitsu that the UFC has ever seen. So you understand the technicalities of the sport, yeah. uh, but you clearly watch a lot. Have you ever thought about doing any of the analyst stuff for UFC or maybe on the uh, the Brazilian presentations or anything like that? Yeah, that would be cool. I, I did a couple of times. Uh, now they're changing the, the television. Now it's, it used to be combat in Brazil. Now yeah. they're doing the UFC fight past Brazil. And I think it's going to be a big step up because mm. in Brazil... Like those links that people have here to don't buy the preview, they do that in Brazil like years ago. And then they have they bought a little freaking machine that you put on your TV and you don't need to buy the pay-per-view. All the pay-per-views are on that little machine. Oh, nice. So nice for, for the guys that have no money, but everybody <laughs> has, you know. So now with the UFC Fight Pass Brazil, I think they're gonna be able to 
to control that a little bit better. So it's going to be very hard to hack to the UFC fight pass. So it's going to be better. But yeah, I did a couple of times for Combate, maybe it was. Every time that I go to Brazil, they were asking me to do. But yeah, I did a couple of times. I like it. I, it's, it's not, I, I don't love to do yet. I like it, but I do yeah. more for myself. And like when my brother's fighting, when Vicente's fighting, a couple other guys, they always ask me, look at this fight. Give me a couple of notes and I freaking give like a bunch of shit. Look, he make that bad decision. If you do that, he's going to do that. I, I like to to kind of study the game and see. But yeah, maybe. maybe mm. TV well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to put in a good word with Zach Gandito. He's the man Let's that pulls it. the strings there. Uh, I, I just wanted to ask, as you say, it's very interesting that in Brazil, they have a thing on the TV for the pay-per-views. Yeah. Is obviously the sport of MMA is growing all over the world. In the UK, still got some, you know, still got to grow a lot. In in the States, it's mainstream, it's massive. It's always been popular in Brazil. Is it still growing in Brazil yes, and getting yes. even bigger? Is it like a main sport down there? Yeah, it's a main sport, especially right now that we lost the, the World Cup. Like, <laughs> soccer is on, football soccer there is on a different level. It's like Yeah, of course. It's, same it's, in England. Yeah, it's different level. It's like, football, yeah, football, yeah, football, and everything yes. Everything else is yes, down here. Same. Brazil is the same, so it's the same in England. But now with the UFC back in Brazil, wow, it's, it's going to be crazy, especially a lot of more pressure on us fighters because we lost the World Cup. So now, like, in Charles lost the belt. But I think Charles was the one that helped so much to grow it back. Because we got Anderson, we got all those fighters, and then we kind of lost a little fighters. Then we got Amanda, it's not that big in Brazil. We got Figueredo, it's not that big. Then we got Glover, that kind of put a little fire. And then we got Oliveira, that put a lot of fire in Brazil. So, yeah, it's going to be, I think it's going to be a crazy event. And UFC Fight Pass now is going to be more control. I think the sport's still growing so much in Brazil, like... People love to fight in Brazil. That's uh, if you're not a soccer, you're a fighter. That's it. And no, no, maybe another thing, but maybe after you, if you're so bad, if you cannot do it, maybe another thing. But that's the first two jobs: is a soccer player or a fighter. Where Where are you taking me out to eat in Brazil? On the bro, just after the after the fight, everywhere. Let's everywhere. go. You got a couple couple barbecue. Bispe were there a couple times. You, Nice place. We got people are going to be great with you guys. You guys are going to have a fun over there. I have a lot of American friends that are going. They're taking the trip. It's going to be a good time. After the fight, bro, I'm taking it easy. I cannot eat as much. I wish I could, but no. But after the fight, yeah, I'm staying there five more days. And yeah, make I've never sure. Felt, you, yeah, I've yeah. never felt so left out. Are you, yeah. You're going to be there, Anthony? You're going to be in Brazil? Yeah, remember, I'm weighing in He's as the backup. In, Oh yeah. no, wait! I'm in the oh, backup. Oh, you're gonna do, you're gonna be the backup. I'm the backup. Yeah. So you're not training with, with Jamal no more. You you guys. He's in. I am. I'm here. He's I, there right I'm now. I'm here with him now. Helping Jamal <laughs> train for the fight, Gilbert. And hope yourself you help me, Glover, and then <laughs> he knows all the details. Okay, that guy single leg on that side is so easy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Anthony's giving him misinformation. He's teaching him. Yeah, you're like, no, no, just uh, let him take you down. It'll be easier yeah. that way. <laughs> no, hey, hey, I, you know what hopefully. I wanted to bring up? You remember uh, um, when we did that quintet event? Yes. It was me and you, O'Malley, Clay, and Rumble. Yes, I remember yeah, that. that was. Uh, I seen a picture that got uh, the, the five of us with uh, Sakuraba. I have, 
I have a couple pictures. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah. We need to get that framed and like have all five yes. of us or have all four of us sign that, it. That was a great time because they have. I re, I don't remember what number the UFC had. I remember it was Kamaru versus Kobe first time, mm -hmm. and then on the Thursday we we had the quintet on the UFC fight pass, and then we'd have Team UFC, Team WC, Team Strike Force. And Team Pride, and then we beat the shit out of everybody. Beat me, really nice. <laughs> everybody, everybody, oh, really? and then we oh, became a champion. We got a couple grants. Yeah, yeah, we we won the whole thing. Yeah. Nice. I beat I beat Sakuraba, Evie's Edwards, and uh, he just beat the guy on the on the PI was Jake Shoots and Jake Shoots, and you fought a couple guys too. Were nice. You fought Glover, right? No, you no, I fought uh, uh, Gregor Gracie. Yeah, Gregor, uh, Gregor Grace. Jay Z, yeah. Cavalcante. Yeah, it was oh, yeah. yeah, we had yeah, some. It was, nice. had some, it was good. And Rumble was Great there. Day. Anthony Rumble was there too. Was cool, you yeah, know. Having the yeah. guy there competing was. It's know. real cool to have that have yeah. that experience now that you know now that he's gone. Yes. Um, you remember watching uh, Sean O'Malley versus Hector Lombard? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, remember. I, I never saw that. I need to know what happened. Yeah. Lombard versus O'Malley. Yeah, he finished super quick. Yeah. Right? Yeah, he, he finished on It was like a toehold. Yeah. yeah. You want to break the guy's leg. But, like, a lot of people don't know, but I, I was warming up with Sean O'Malley there, just kind of like warming up each other. And he's licking the floor. He got a couple submissions. He, people have no idea, like, oh, the guy cannot grapple. He can't. He's he can. freaking, freaking Sean O'Malley is very good. There's a lot of jujitsu. A lot of yes, jujitsu. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he's going to need that. Um, there's a big fight happening in March. Your former teammate, of course, the former champion and the pound for pound number one, Kamara Usman, rematching Leon Edwards. That just got made official a few days ago. How do you see that going down, Gilbert? And I know it's probably hard, and no disrespect when I say this, uh, because Kamara's a friend, a former teammate, and a former opponent as well. Yeah. So nobody knows this man as well as you. How do you see that fight going down? I think super close. I super, super close. Maybe a little bit more edge to Leo. Really? Just, yeah, just because the fact that he's at home. And that last fight was in Salt Lake City with the altitude. And Leon was dominating that first round. I was impressed with the takedown, oh, yeah. mount, taking the back. I was just like, wow. But then going to the second round, not just him, but Jerry Gordon, a couple other fighters that were there, even the guy that I cornered, that Andre Loser. Oh, those guys, they got, they got so tired, especially since the that difference from the first and second round was big because they see our first round, they were feeling good, but the recovery wasn't coming. I saw that on Jerry, I saw that on Ange, and I saw that on Liam because Kamar is from, he trains in Denver now. So that's that is a big out dude. And, so um, he's Leo, sorry. He's used to the elevation. He's used to, yeah. Even Do you know more, what? Even I, more. That never there. clicked before, but that's yeah. a really big point. You're welcome. Sorry, Gilbert. Yeah, that's You're amazing. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm using that in the commentary. You're welcome. <laughs> but but for real, and then Leon kind of slowed down so much and lost the second round, lost the third round, lost the fourth round. But then I love those coaches, you know, because oh. I love that moment. That moment is a moment. You know when the coach came in, and that, and that with especially with the the way you guys speak, like the 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 <laughs> man yeah. was so nice. Leo, the the way the coach was screaming <laughs> on him, and like that moment is like that moment, the Glover Teixeira moment on uh, P 
Pereira on the last round. Hey, you're losing. He's the champion. Like those moments, I I love those moments. When whenever you kind of losing a little bit of hope, not losing, you're not a quitter. You're not giving up the fight, but the hope is kind of going away. You're like, man, last round, shit, I'm losing that fight. But then that connection of a friend, of a mentor, and a coach puts you back. I think it's like a train going out of the tracks. And those corners, those friends, they pull you back in the track and boom, you get it done. So I think those coaches did an amazing job. Leon was able to come back and get a knockout, crazy knockout. I was there. But now, okay, now, Kamaru going to a hostile territory all, all the way there in London. Leon's house, friend, everybody's in there. You can say whatever they want, but he's a hostile. You don't... You don't want to go fight me in Brazil. You don't want to go fight Bisping in in in, in London. You, you don't. You just don't want to do that. You don't want to go to fight uh, Francis Ngannou in in Cameroon. You don't. You, you just don't <laughs> yeah. want that. You know. Yeah. And going all the way to London, no altitude, none of that, losing by a knockout. But the guy that okay, Kamal beat him once, but was a super close one, very strategically taking the guy down, controlling. Uh, Leon now, I, I think it's going to be a super close fight. Maybe a little bit more edge to Leon, but wow. And, and, and with that, Gilbert, as well, you got to remember it's Kamaru, the one that's got to fly to England, the one yes. that has got to travel, the one that's got to deal with the jet lag and all the rest of it. You're not the it. king no more. You know, more Le fun, Le fun Leon fun just needs here. to jump in the car and drive two hours that direction or, or when, an hour on a train. When's the last time that Kamaru Usman had to stand in an octagon and wait for someone else? Yeah. That's a crazy moment that people that that unless you're a fighter, yeah, you don't understand. Yeah, those things too. Yeah, those things too. That yeah. long ass walk where you listen and, to their music and people and are going they crazy. You. And they you out at home, so they all booing you. And yeah, then a freaking party when Leon comes out. So oh, yeah. it's gonna yeah. it, it's gonna be epic. It's gonna be epic. Yeah. All right, we won't take up too much of your time. It is that time of the year, though, Gilbert, where everybody gives out awards. Yeah. Of course, as I say, you're in the running for fight of the year. With the, with the, this is the most prestigious award show, just so you know. Never mind the UFC, BT Sport, none of that. It's this podcast. Uh, but who is your fighter of the year? Wow. Other than yourself, of uh, course. I think my fight was crazy. If, if I got to vote, if I can vote on my fight, I'll vote on my fight. I love, I love the, the, the... That's Glover, fight of the Glover year. Fight of the year. Yeah, the fighter. Was, uh, if you had one person, the fighter. Uh, yeah. I think it was Pereira. Uh, Pereira was a freaking beast. Just because, for sure, the UFC want to make that fight without the same because he beat at the same. So it's the whole story. But he gotta back it up. You know, he gotta beat this guy. He gotta beat that guy, and then he gotta show up and he did and then he beat other saying like i said those moments on the corner i i love those moments and then he making another moment for me that like wow and the guy looking against the cage to other saying losing three rounds here i think i think it was three or one for 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 easy maybe and then he i'm gonna kill you and he went that and he did it and uh, all respect to other saying i love other saying but wow i think Pereira was the fighter of the year you know, you know who I think is helping his case for fighter of the year? Oh. Sean Strickland. Yes. Because he went in there and dusted Sean Strickland fast. Yeah. 
But then you've seen Sean Strickland fight just a couple weekends ago in there in a knockdown, drag out, really close fight with the with with Jared Cannonier. I think he who, won, yeah. Yeah, I thought I thought he won too, just like watching it. But either way, Jared Cannonier is top of the food chain. Sean Strickland's top of the food chain. Your your Whitakers are were in close fights with Cannonier. And Pereira just went out there and smoked Strickland Ooh. fast. Yeah. That, so I, I think I think even the people that he beats as they continue to do well is way better for him. Yes. That just shows how important that win was. Yes. And he's On, massive. He's freaking he's huge. huge. Oh my God. <laughs> I, I don't know I, how I, that guy make 185. I look at here I, and I've made I no, never he's way it. bigger than me. He, he makes I me never, think. He well, makes me think going back to 55, but I'm like, I'm not coming back. <laughs> but I look at him like, man, yeah, I'll be like that guy at 55 again. But like, nah. I saw you at the last pay-per-view, Gilbert. And, and at yeah. that one, that's where I first met Alex Pereira, where the first time I'd saw him in Huge. real life. I was like, oh my God. Because yeah. Izzy's big, but Izzy's very, very tall and he's very lean. So you understand now he makes 185. Yeah. But when you see Pereira, it's like, oh my God. God, um, you mentioned Sean Strickland there. I think we can all agree. 2022, craziest fighter of the year. There's a great award for him. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We'll let you go on this one, Gilbert. A New Year's resolution? What do you have? In 2023, what is a promise to yourself to make yourself a better person? Uh, I have a lot of personal ones, but professional one, I want to get three finishes at least. You know, I want to... I want to make a statement on this fight. I like I said, Neil Magny is very tough. All due respect to the guy, especially fighting me in Brazil. I know a lot of people don't want to fight me, especially in Rio. This is gonna be I, the guy has balls, you know. I gotta respect him a little bit. So take a little personal chew out. You want to fight me in Brazil, okay? But I I respect the guy. I like it. so, but. Perfectly, it will be three finishes earning the title shot. I don't want to beg. I don't want to ask. I don't want to favor. I want to earn that. And uh, uh, a finish, a devastating finish against Neil Magny will get me a step closer to that. And maybe two or three more. I don't care if it's three more. If it's two more. It's three. I don't care. I just want to get those finishes and earn the title shot. That, that would be a great year for me. Getting a title shot at the end of the year or earning a title shot and getting a title shot beginning next year. So... That's the goal. Amazing. Amazing. Well, we hope it happens. Thanks for joining us, Gilbert. Really appreciate it, my friend. Good luck in the fight. Anthony's going to be there. I'll be watching closely. All the best. Have a great fight. Happy New Year to you, your family. Enjoy the rest of the training camp. And thanks again on behalf of all the believers. Thank you, guys. Happy New Year to you guys, too. Have a good one. Take it easy, brother. Take care, brother. Yeah. And there he is, the one and only Gilbert Burns. Looking for the hanging up button. There it is. There it is. <laughs> One of the nicest guys ever, Anthony. Yeah, I mean, he's so smart. You know, I I think sometimes, I don't even give a shit. I'll say it. I think a lot of times the media glosses over Gilbert a lot. Mm-hmm. Like they're missing huge opportunities for really, really good interviews. The problem is, is he's so polite and so nice. <clears throat> it's hard to clickbait anything with Gilbert. Like there's nothing mm-hmm. we could have really taken there and tried to find some funky-ass headline and clickbait people because he's just genuinely nice. He's just a nice guy, but his insight is fantastic. i tell you what I liked when he said, though. He's like, and he took it personally. He's like, oh, Jeff Neal, you want to fight me in Brazil? 
Right. You want to do that? And he smiled about it, but you could see that that inside him like ticked a little box of say, the nerve of this son of a bitch. <laughs> you want to come down into my backyard and fight me? You think you've got the balls to come yeah. and do that? You've got the the minerals, as we say in England, you've got the minerals to come down here and do that. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait for it. Well, let's talk about Manscaped real quick. You know the deal is the below the waist grooming and Manscaped really is the world's leader. The lawnmower 4.0 is the way forward. It's 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 a great piece of tool, piece of equipment, should I say, that every man should have. You know, it allows you to, you know, keep downstairs nice and clean with no injuries, no no scraping, no nicking, no bleeding, no hurting. And you can get that as part of the performance package, by the way, which includes the lawnmower 4.0. You also get the weed whacker, which takes care of those nasty nose hairs and the ears hair. You don't want those. It comes with a crop preserver, which is a ball deodorant, and you get the crop reviver, which is a ball toner. Don't ask me what a ball toner is. My balls are toned enough, thank you very much. Uh, but you can get that. Uh, on its own, the performance package, or you can also get the platinum package. That is everything that I just said uh, from the best-selling performance package. Plus, you also get the Ultra Premium Body Wash. You get the Ultra Premium 2-in-1 Shampoo and Conditioner. I use that every day. These luscious locks, they've never felt better, but seriously, that is what I use. And it also comes with the Ultra Premium Deodorant. All the Manscaped shower gear is sulfate-free, vegan, and made to leave your skin feeling hydrated and smelling fresh. By the way, also have nail clippers, the new body buffer, it's time, and a dozen of other products that you can use in your bathroom. So come on, the new year, let's have a new you. Let's have a new crown jewels. Let's have those penis and balls shaved, clean, the balls toned to the max, the hair clean, and the skin buffed and hydrated. And right now, go to manscaped.com. Use the code BISPING. You're going to get 20% off and free shipping. So it's a really good deal. 20% off and free shipping when you use the code BISPING, manscaped.com. Code is BISPING. You know what else I can't wait for, Anthony? Hmm. I can't wait to show you how good I am at knowledge of mixed martial arts. Because now, and guys, wait, brace yourself. Okay. 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 Speaking of, okay. Okay, brace yourself for what you're about to see. Harrington and Brian, please show yourselves, but more importantly, Harrington, because he's been down. He's got himself a little quiz show host. More importantly, huh? More and what in the fuck is... (laughs) I don't don't know whether to... I don't know whether to talk about the the bow tie first or the sweater Mm -hmm. or... Okay. All right. I got told okay. I look like a chip and fail dancer. <laughs> chip and fail. I like that. That's a pretty good one. That's a pretty good one. Uh, yeah. So, so uh, Harvard is going to play the quiz show host. He's going to take us through the 2020, 2022 BYM trivia quiz show of the year. Maybe we can think of something better. Uh, and guys, please play along. So, Harrington's is going to pose the question. We've got four categories. Um, and just letting you know, Anthony, uh, Anthony, I have a trophy here. I got the 2015 or something Fox Sports UFC Trivia Trophy. I beat up Kenny Florian, Sugar Rashad. No, Evans. you didn't. Yeah, I did. I did. I think I've got it down here. I've got a bunch of trophies. <laughs> is the trophy on the line? Here it is right here. First annual trivia champion. Look UFC. at that. Okay, is the trophy up for grabs right now? Not fucking this one. We'll make a new trophy. Oh. We'll send we'll send the winner a trophy. Right, the and winner we'll... gets a trophy, but it changes hands every year. Yes, sir. Okay. okay. okay right. I'm just going to put that one back there just to let the world know. 
These are the mind games you play. Yeah, you know, right. The, it's the, coolest intimidation. Guy, the coolest guy of the year. Hold on, we've got a few more. Whatever. We could go on all day. But I digress. <laughs> I digress. Uh, all right. So, Harrington, without further ado, I mean, we need some. Wait, 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 wait. What are the rules here? Like, if I know the answer, do I just scream it out? So I'm going to go. I have uh, four categories, four questions per category. I'm going to go. Each one of you are, are going to get two questions per. If one guy can't uh, answer it, the other guy can steal it. Hold, hold on. Say that one more time. So I have uh, there's going to be four questions per category. I'm going to ask two to Anthony, two to you. Um, if you uh, don't know yours, Anthony can steal it. And that's a point for Anthony. That's very well done. Because I was going to say, because he, he just jumps out and says it. I was like, but I I'll do win. that as well. Because we don't have beep buzzers. You know what I mean? Right. Okay, 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 okay. okay. Uh, and Brian, feel free to put some, some jazzy quiz show music in. On the oh, we got this all worked out. Oh, 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 I'm excited. That. I'm excited. Can we arrange it so that Harrington's in the middle? Can we do that? Because he should be. I decide. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. there we go. You want to gang up on me? What is this? Yeah. <laughs> well. Wait. It wouldn't end very well for you, Harrington. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Give him a crack. Give him a crack, man, today. Give him a punch. Right. Wait, hold on a second. Wait. Other side. Yep. What are you doing? Just over there. I couldn't figure it out. I'm such an idiot. All right. The show is yours. The floor is yours. The Quizmaster General. Don't mess it up, Harrington, okay? Okay. First and foremost. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Last thing. Brian. Is Brian keeping score? Oh, yeah. No. Score will be on the screen for the believers. Let's Love go. Mm -hmm. uh, okay, so the first category is going to be old school. Uh, I'm going to go to Anthony Smith first. Uh, UFC 17 featured the final tournament style UFC pay-per-view on U.S. soil. Who was the tournament champion that night? I mean, that's yeah. old school. That's, I mean, I yeah, mean, that's I, so old. Sorry, Brett, what are you doing here? But that's a good question. That's a good trivia question. You guys said you wanted trivia. So we stayed up all night. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good hey, hey, hey. We could have. Anthony, if you don't know the answer, you don't. Know I don't answer. know the answer. <laughs> I don't. Make a guess at least. Oh. <sighs> what year was that? Uh, I mean, it had to have been the 90s. So like 98, 99. I, I mean, I guess I would guess. Hoyce Gracie. No, that'd be UFC one, but I don't no, know. No, but he did several after that. Michael Bisbing, can you steal? Uh and do not Google it in front of us. No, I'm not Googling it. My <laughs> hands are clean. Uh I'm gonna say it's not my guess. It's gonna be someone like a Mark Coleman, maybe, because he was around that era, but then he got knocked out of Pete Williams. As, Someone stop nodding at him, Harrington. Frank Shamrock. Mm, it's actually a man you know very well, Dan Henderson. Ah, no shit. Yeah, I wasn't I, googling you, prick. I got a text. Okay, <laughs> I'm not going to give three wrong answers if I'm googling it. Okay, uh, uh, and, and, Michael, I, and, and I wouldn't go like that. I, would, I, 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 I could easily do it down here. Yeah, <laughs> right. Nancy, I want to see your hands at all times. Uh, all right, my question. Okay, what was the first UFC under the Zufa banner? So, the year was 2003. God's sake, I don't know. First UFC under the Zufa banner 
can I say the main event? Uh, I would need to look it up, but uh, well, can sure. I say what I think the main event was? Yeah, it works for me. As opposed to the number, I'm going to say it was, what's his name? Rico Rodriguez versus Randy Couture. Incorrect. Anthony, yeah. can you steal? I can't, but I think that he had the year wrong. I think the year was 99. You both had the year wrong. It was 2001. Uh, Tito Ortiz versus Evan Tanner at UFC 30. <sighs> All right, for a bonus point. Well, I can't say it because I know. But do we know how that fight <laughs> finished? Who was it? Uh, Tito, and Tito Ortiz versus Evan Tanner. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Evan Tanner got picked up, slammed into all oblivion, and elbowed in the face. It was one of Tito's best finishes. All right, we suck. Moving on. <laughs> all right. Uh, do you want to keep going with the with the old school? Or I'll just move it on to to previous champions. Well, well, well we okay. got two. We got two more questions in that category, okay. right? You never know. Yeah. Yeah. Tank. At, all right. We also uh, have a tiebreaker in case you guys. Yeah. Yeah. We got in two more questions in this good. category. Right, go ahead, Anthony or Brian or Hamilton. All right. Uh, Anthony, uh, Tank Abbott fought in the final of a UFC tournament twice, losing both times. Can you name one of the two men who beat him? Tank Abbott. Yeah. I can I can remember the fight like in my head. Like I can picture it. Oh, no, I can't. I can't even give you a name. God Michael damn Bisbing it. for the steal. Well, I don't know if it was one of these, but I know he definitely beat him. I'm going to go with Vitor Belfort. Mm, that was a little bit later on in his career. It was uh, Don Fry and Oleg. Fucking Don Fry. Fry. That's who it was. It was Don All right. Fry. All right. Next question. Damn it. Okay. We're bad at these old school ones. Uh, it, uh, He's a proper old school, though. I mean, yeah. there's, there's good questions. Good questions. Old school, I mean, you know what I mean? But Jesus Christ. I think you'll you know, like the tiebreaker. I haven't watched the early ones particularly. <laughs> you know? Well, then then this one's not going to work too well for you either. But Hoist Gracie won three tournaments, most of them off the back of 10 submission wins. He did have one TKO in his UFC career. Who did Hoist stop by strikes? Well, it definitely wasn't Matt Hughes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who did he... St is it someone, just a slight clue, is it someone that we know or is it some random name never to be heard of again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we'll it forget. was the finals. It was the finals uh, of UFC, too. Okay. Um, 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 Tiebreaker for old school because you both got zero points. Yeah. I have a list of every person who has been knocked out by Chuck Liddell. Starting with Anthony Smith, we're going to go back and forth. Uh, whoever can name the, the last one wins the category. Every person has been Chuck knocked Liddell out by Chuck knocked Liddell? Out. Knocked out, and we got one each. And if the next yes. person can't say one, then they're the loser. All right. And and by the way, define knockout. TKO or KO? TKO or KO, right. yes. Go ahead. Oh, uh, Randy Couture. Good one. Who are we talking about again? Chocolate. Chocolate Del. Del. <laughs> Tito Ortiz. All right. Ooh, that's a good one. Um. Oh, stop it. You need to do his countdown. Yeah, it's like you get put on the spot. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Jeremy Horn. Bitch, that was one of mine. Yeah, he's on the list. Hinato Babalu Sobral. Ooh, that's a good one. He's on there. Head cake. Yeah, head one, one, two, head cake. I remember that one well. I Okay, I don't quite remember if this is a TKO loss, but I think Rampage. He, got, he lost. He got knocked out. Twice in pride, you're wrong. Yeah. 
No, Chuck Liddell did lose. He yeah, did Chuck beat Liddell Chuck Liddell. That's an incorrect answer. I'm the winner. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> All right. Damn it. Why did, why did I think that? Oh, you know what? It was Rampage beat. He lost to um, Vanderlei in Pride and then beat him in the UFC, not Chuck Liddell. Damn it. Give us two more just because I'm curious. No, no, no. You lost. That no, guy's uh, mm-hmm. All right, some other people that beat, I don't know. Because it's a good job that you got that wrong. Because I'm not trying, <laughs> I've got somebody on that. Um, for some reason, hold on, Tito Ortiz twice. There was Randy Couture, Lou, twice. Randy Couture, Chuck Liddell, Vito Belfort. Mm-hmm. He must nope. have fought Vito. Did he not fight Vito? Yeah, I think, uh, I think that decision. was a, Yeah, I think it went to a decision. Uh, the ones I have on here are Vernon White, uh, yep. Guy Mesger, Kevin I Randleman, Randleman, Steve yeah. Heath, Paul Jones, and Alistair Overeem. Isn't that crazy? Alistair Overeem, yeah. he beat Overeem back in the day. I yeah. mean, that was a good, I'm, that was a good tiebreaker. Yeah, that was great. One. I mean, I won, but it was great because <laughs> Chuck Liddell doesn't get mentioned enough th- these days because mm-hmm. he's kind of, you know, with the sport being so popular and all these new stars. Chuck Liddell was one of the reasons this sport blew up. He was like one of the first proper superstars. So shout out to the Iceman. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, speaking of uh, previous champions, that is the the uh, next category here. Uh, Michael Bisping, I'm going to start with you uh, this time around. The Who is the first two-division champion? Not simultaneous. First guy to hold a belt in two-weight divisions. Not simultaneously, so at the same time, but the first guy to hold two weight, oof, oof, oof. So the, it's either Randy Couture or BJ Penn. It ain't the notorious one. I apologize to absolutely fucking no one. It ain't that gay, right? Who the fuck is that gay? Because he doesn't sound like Connor. Um, <laughs> BJ Penn. Anthony Smith, would you like to steal? You fucking asshole again. Randy Couture. Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, I hope he thinks it's BJ Penn because it's definitely not. But I give him. All right. Wind. Right. Okay. Okay. I would have okay. got that one right anyways. Uh, oh, yeah. Course, now we're yeah. tied up. Mm. Ones. All right. Let's go. Anthony Smith, you're first in this one. Which champion held the belt uh, for the longest total number of days across all of their title reigns? Man, it's got to be Anderson. Um, yeah, it's Anderson Silva. Correct. Yeah. I was hoping to throw you off with the total number of reigns thing. Um, yeah, I was thinking GSP, but I was like, Ooh. yeah, it's, it's Anderson. GSP would have been a close second, though. I Probably very close. I would have thought. But anyway, anyway, go on, Hamilton. Uh, all right. Uh, who, uh, Mr. Bisping, was the first non-American UFC champion? Belt holder, not the tournament winner. Okay, non-American. Right, there's a little part of me that wants to say Carlos Newton. Okay, and that's going back some time. But you've got to think that there's a Brazilian in there before him. Non-American champion, not a tournament winner. So Vitor was a tournament winner. Mm-hmm. Hoist was a tournament winner. Anderson came way after people. Um, who else is there? Nogueira was off in pride. GSP, Newton was before him. There was no one from Europe, I don't think. 
I'm going to say Carlos Newton. Anthony Smith, would you like to steal? Fuck, that's who I would have said. All right. It was yeah. Boss Rutan. Ah, oh, of course. El Wapo. Yeah. Love yeah. Baz Rutan. What a guy. Yeah, okay. that's a God damn it. That's a good question, too. Yeah. So what, what's the scores right now? Uh, it is. Score is, it is two to one, Anthony. Yes, correct. Correct. Okay. Anthony Smith, uh, which former UFC middleweight champion holds the record for most significant strikes in the division? Say that one more time. Former, which former UFC middleweight champion holds the record for most significant strikes in the division? Well, I feel like this would have been a weird question if you took it to Michael Bisping, but it's it's got to be Bisping, right? It has to be. Yeah. Okay. Um, just because I'm great. <laughs> oh, I, you know, I, I don't remember you like surpassing that number, but I remember one time you were fighting like towards the end and your significant strike numbers were fucking crazy. Like yeah. you threw you threw more strikes like in title fights than I have like my whole career or something like that. You know, it was something stupid. Just one or two. Go yeah. on then. Give me a fucking easy one. Well, the answer so is Anthony Smith, the guy that I do a podcast with. Everyone. Well, we're the category we're in is champions, and I haven't yeah. been. There. <laughs> All right, come on, hit me. So, so what I have, uh, what I have left for this category is the another list one. Uh, so it is the list of countries that have produced UFC champions. I'm going to start with Michael Bisping. Uh, just keep going back and forth countries, so you can't. Oh, hold on, hold on, but that's a tiebreaker question. Mm-hmm. We're not I mean, on a yeah. tiebreak. All right. Well, I mean, the, yeah. What's the okay. final question for me. That was you. You had you both had two. Oh, we did. Yeah, well, we'll stole, do that I one. As well. one we'll, we'll, we'll do that one as well. We'll do that one okay. as well. So we'll start with who starts. Uh, you start this round. All right, we'll go with the good old U.S. of A. Ireland. Correct, Amundo. Angleterre, which is a fancy way of saying England. Okay. Uh, Australia. That's on the list. It is on the list. Um, it no, it's on the list. <laughs> it's weird how your mind goes blank at these times. Yeah, you're like, we're going to say uh, New Zealand slash Nigeria or just New Zealand slash Nigeria? I mean, p- pick one. <laughs> well, they're both applicable. It, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Okay, yeah. so Nigeria. Yeah. All right. That counts. Uh, Brazil. Okay. Boha. Boha. Oh, boha. <laughs> We're going to say Baz Rutten, Holland. Okay. Um, which one did he say? Did he say New Zealand or Nigeria? Said, which one did he say? I said uh, Yeah, I said yeah both, were, both were taken, but uh, only Nigeria made the list. No, no, uh, that, you can't give him a fucking... I said nine. That's you bullshit. can't take two. Well, I said you can't I take said both New of Zealand them. first. I said New Zealand slash Nigeria. Um, France. Okay. Good one. Good one. Uh, this one's a personal one for me because it's a big shout out and a mention to the Bis Pings. Okay, but we're going to go ahead. China. <laughs> That's a good one. That is a good one. That's on the list. That is on the list. Um, countries eight, seven, three. Fuck yeah, you go. Two, go ahead. 
I don't have another one. Did you have another one, Mike? Um, I had some guesses. We got <laughs> Cameroon. That's on there. All right. Oh, Michael yeah. Bisping takes the category. Three to two. Right. Hold on. Three to two. I was up three to one. I was up three one. Jesus Christ. Yeah, All right. Good thing you're getting two. these bonus questions to keep three you in the game. Two. Three to two. Wait. All right. How many more categories we got? Uh, I have uh, two more categories. All right. All right. This is 2022 stuff. Uh, Anthony Smith, you go first. Uh, Rafael Dos Anjos just claimed the record uh, for most octagon fight time. Who did he take that record from? Frankie Edgar. All right. Four to two. Uh, Michael Bisping. How many people successfully challenged for a belt this year, including interim titles? Uh, like that's a way harder question. <laughs> that's a way harder question. You want me to tally up the amount of fucking title fights that happened this year? That is an unfair question. <laughs> I'm going to the adjudicator right now on this with Brian. That's ridiculous. You're asking him for a fact. It does seem like the hard questions that we came up with last night are all going to Michael Bisping. Yeah. That's exactly how it needs to we be. We should yeah. have sorted out before the show. Oh my god. Uh, guys, can you mention, uh, can you tally up the UFC's net revenue for 2022? Uh, uh, oh, I think and, the tiebreaker for this it, one is Can ridiculous. you just give us uh, um, one former uh, current champion, please? You know, the questions are exactly fucking even. I'm vetoing that even. What was the question, though? What was the question? Uh, how many people have successfully challenged for a belt this year? Success, all right, successfully challenged. All right, Alex Pereira, Zhang Weili. Leon Edwards. Volkanovski was already the champ, so he's out. Uh, Brandon Moreno in January. Brandon Moreno. No, uh, we'll figure it. Oh, sorry. No, Brandon Moreno won in January. Figueredo was the champ. No, I think... Uh... I think Figueredo oh, no, won in no, January, no. and then oh, he sorry, I got it the wrong way around. Figueredo, Figueredo won. Figueredo won. I knew that. Figueredo won. Uh, who did we say? Zhang Weili. She took it back off Carla Esparza. Uh, Pereira took it off uh, Thingy Bob. Izzy. Uh, who was the heavyweight champ? Uh, no, it's still Engano. Light heavyweight. Oh, Yuri Prohaska. Yuri Prohaska. Middleweight. Who was middleweight champ? I just did it. That's Pereira. Welterweight champ. Leon Edwards. Lightweight champ. Oh, oh, oh. Who beat uh, uh, Islam Makachev? Featherweight champ is Volkanovski. And still... what's the time limit on this shit? No, no, no. <laughs> but I'm going through them. 35 is the bantamweight champ. Who's the bantamweight champ right now? Who is the bantamweight champion? Uh, Aljamain Sterling. Aljamain Sterling. Aljamain. He was the champ already. Flyweight. Flyweight. We did that one. Brandon Moreno, I've given you all the answers. Hold on. The females. The females. They exist. The females. <laughs> Zhang Weili took it back. Amanda, Amanda Nunes took it back from Juliana Pena. And in the straw weight, in the, I already said Zhang Weili, the featherweight. All right, we got a countdown here. The status quo. I got them all. We're going to give, we're going to give Mike the point because he got them all. Even though he, <laughs> he missed one. Oh, I got shit. Them all. <laughs> Who did I miss? Carla Esparza. Yeah, she, she, she fucking lost it. No, she, no, no, that's a, that's a trick question. She lost it. She okay. lost it. I get the uh, point. Four to three. Sounds good. <laughs> hey, um, by the way, look how hard that question was. 
Dude, maybe my knowledge is just better, and I'm making oh. the, I'm making it sound good because I yeah. knew it so quick. Well, hold on, hold all right. Give me my give me you my next to, question. You have to say you have to say one word. I have to mention like <laughs> loads of fighters. That is not fair. You you've been at this longer than I have been. I am the champion. It's like a golf handicap. Uh, well, I am handicapped as well. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, Harrington. All right, uh, Anthony Smith. Only one fighter fought five times this year. Who was it? See, that's a way harder question. No. One word, one name. Hold on. Do you know it, Mike? Not right now, I'm thinking. Yeah, me either. Hold on. One fighter fought how many times? Five times? Only one fighter, five times this year. Don't look at your phone. I'm not. I know it. It's on the tip of my tongue. I know who this is. Fuck yeah, I don't know. I don't even have a guess for you. Bisping, can you get the steal? Hold on. So it's not Bobby Green. Steal it for the tie. It's not. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, oh. It's not Frankie Edgar. It's not Cheeto. It's not Israel Adesanya. Look at him Uh, looking for the reaction on Harrington's face. (laughs) Yeah, dude. You're supposed to play poker. Like, stop giving him shit. That's the heartbeat in my head. Five times he's been very active. Five oh, times. Three, two. I don't Who is it? Andre Fiala. Oh, the prick. The rookie. Oh, never, I would have never guessed that. The prick. Guy debuts in January, fights five times this year. Pretty he's cool. A prick. Why uh, would he fight so many times and not tell me about it? <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Michael Bisping, for the tie, uh, there have been three upkick KOs in UFC history. The third was this year. Who landed it? Oh, my God. Oh. You got this, Anthony, do you? No. Oh, thank God. Upkick KO. I can see it, though. Nico Price? That was not this year. Yeah. Um... Is, was that his answer? He was wrong, right? Yeah. Um, it was girls, right? It no, was. You can't say anything, Harrington. No, no, no. I, I mean, I know that they're girls. I know that they're girls. You're signaling. No, I knew that they were girls. No, I knew it was girls. I think it was Macy Chiasan got KO'd or did the KO. Let me think. I know who it is now. I think. We need a timer on this. I'm going to say it's Macy, but I think it's wrong. It was Irene Aldana. <sighs> on Macy? I believe so. Let me double yeah, check. Uh, good guess, though, Anthony. You were almost yeah. there. You were almost there. Fair play. But you don't um, get half. The one, the one before that was Nico Price. Yeah. 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 On, uh, and that was last year. James Vic. Vic, yeah. On James's dick? <laughs> yes, right on the dick. He, he dropped James Vick. Right he said on the dick. Not a groin shot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, what is it? Four three to Anthony still? It is four three. I have uh I have another list question to end out this category. And we have got one more category, right? One more category after this. All right, let's go. These are the fighters who retired in 2022. Anthony Smith, you're up first. Luke Rockle. Frankie Edgar. Uh, Bigfoot Silva. <laughs> Not on my list. 
after he the- did. He retired yesterday. Yeah, no, he, he, he really? hasn't been in the UFC forever. You didn't say, did you say UFC fighters? I didn't say I, UFC fighters. I, you oh think my you just god! Said, I think he, you just I, said fighters. Listen, listen, I'm gonna sound like Donald Trump. This is a rigged election. <laughs> this is rigged. This is rigged. Stop the count. Stop the count. Okay. You did been... say fighters. He said fighters. All right, fighters that retired this year. All right. Okay. Fighters who retired in 2022. Bri- Brian, Brian. I, I'm I'm gonna say UFC fighters. Okay. The judge has spoken. Because we could go on all day. Brian, just 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 for just for clarification, that means that's an incorrect answer, which therefore excludes. I mean, you can't make that rule after I give the answer. <laughs> did, did Bigfoot Silva ever fight in the UFC? I believe he did. Yes, of course he did yeah. many times. So then he counts. Oh, oh, oh. I mean, yeah, it's like the Marines. Once a UFC fighter, always a UFC fighter. Thank you. No, Mike's, really. Mike's only mad because he doesn't have another one. <laughs> <laughs> That could be correct. Uh, all right, so fight, fighters that once fought in the UFC. Ooh, I got another one too. You got to clarify the question. Eh? Um, hold on. Misha Tate. Uh, did she retire again? I, I no, no. What am I saying? She came out of retirement. Sorry, yeah. misspoke. You know, I've got CTE. Everyone knows this. I got it wrong. Hold on, hold on. Oh, sorry. I'm so dumb sometimes. Let me try it again. <laughs> I'll allow it. Oh, he's allowing it. He's allowing it. Okay. A minute ago, I was like, who are we talking about again? Uh, all right, hold on. Someone that fucking retired this year. Someone that retired. Who are these old decrepit bastards? The old sons of bitches that just can't do it anymore at the highest level. There's going to be a heavyweight. There's going to be a, a middleweight, a light heavyweight. It's not Glover. He's on the verge. He's on the verge. Middleweight, welterweight. I got two. Yeah, well, whatever. Whatever. So you better think of three or you lose. <laughs> I can't think of any. Go on. Go on, Anthony. What are yours? Uh, Jessica I, James Krause. I don't really think James Krause counts, does he? Yeah. He's not. He's, he's he's been banished from UFC memory. Let's be honest. But well, he retired right before that. Mm, yeah, but that, that doesn't count. He's Either not. way, Jessica I counts. <laughs> yeah, he she quit the day he got fired. <laughs> <laughs> God damn, I'm getting slaughtered here. What's that? Five three. That is five to three. Heading into the final category, the grab bag. Uh, if I get them all right here, I get that trophy behind you. No one's taking that one. <laughs> one Ariel Hawani was the quiz master for that one. Way better than Harrington. You know, I, I think Errol I would smoke us all in this game too. He'd I'd have beat, I have beat Kenny. I, I'm living off past. I used to be middleweight champion of the world. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, Mike, that was a long time ago. Uh, all right, Harrington, let's go, buddy. I am killing it as Quizmaster. No, you are. Say. You're doing a fantastic uh, job. So five out of the, out of the six fighters who have beaten Fedor have fought in the UFC. Can you name all five? Bonus point if you can name these six non-UFC fighters. Starting with who? Michael Bisping. Dan Henderson. Okay. No, no, this is this is your this is your question. Oh, sorry. I, I feel we like this should be an Anthony question this time. Yeah, I get older. Like list everyone that's ever fucking had breakfast. I'm telling uh, you, uh, cornflakes for breakfast in the UFC. You I'm know telling what you, I mean? you don't want the next one. All right, hold on, hold on. The question is what? Say it one more time, because I, I just everyone that beat of- Fedor. Five out of the six fighters who beat Fedor fought in the UFC. Can you name all five? Five out of the six. So Dan Henderson's number one. Uh, Bigfoot Silver, 
is number two. Um, Josh Barnett never beat Fedor, so he's not there. It's heavyweights. It's heavyweights. Who did who did who did Fedor get beat by five times? Nogueira. Mm, yeah, I don't think he ever no. beat him in Pride, did he? No, so Nogueira's not on there. That's what I'm saying. Nogueira's not on there. Just this is my process of, process of elimination. Uh, <laughs> Anthony's just letting you go till he thinks of one. Yeah. Fedor. So uh, Crow Cop never beat Fedor in Pride, so he doesn't count. I'm thinking out loud. This is all his question anyways, right? Yeah, it's all mine, yeah. yeah. Five people to beat Fedor. Are you sure? Well, it's six that have actually beaten him. Five fought in the UFC. Six people that beat Fedor, five in the UFC. Dan Henderson, Bigfoot Silver. Matt Mitrion. The Meathead. Yeah, there you go. There's three. Thank I'll, you. I'll give you one. Oh, you're a good man. <laughs> Still got to get two more. Still I don't know. I don't know two more, so. Not Roy Nelson. I'm trying to think. Junior Dos Santos? No, no, not Junior. Uh, not Crow Cop. I don't think I got it. I don't think I've got him. And you can't steal Anthony? No. Nah. What a prick. Oh, I don't think so. It's sandbagging? So. Uh, yeah, I, I don't have... think so. Ryan Bader and Fabricio Verdu. Oh, yeah, of course, yeah. Uh, Verdum should have been one of the first ones. Yeah, Verdum for sure, for sure. Yeah. Bader I would have struggled with, but obviously, obviously, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, tough yeah. question, good one. I can't, I, can't, one. I can't believe I thought of Mitrion, but I forgot Bader. All right, uh, Ant- let's hear Anthony's question. Hold on, let me predict it. Let me predict it. Um, name what does the, the three letters in UFC stand for? First Irishman <laughs> to win a belt, uh, known as the notorious one. Who is that guy? <laughs> Uh, Jan versus Magomed ended in a controversial draw. Four other UFC title fights have ended in draws. Can you name two of them? Bonus point for all four. It should be four. Name all four. I had to get five out of the six. He should have to get oh, three so out of the four. So I need, I need no, no, two no, no. of the other draws. Three out of the four. I had to get five. five. I had to get five. No, that's bullshit. You can't change the rules. I had to get two out of four. I had to get five out of six. Five out of six. He has to get two out of four. Listen, that's the fucking rule. You can't bully him into changing the rules. You can't bully him into changing the rules. I have to... Think about this logically. I Why are you making five. your problem my problem? I have to get five <laughs> out of six, but you have to get two out, out of four. four. That's fair. I, I have to get <laughs> what, what, what percent you are a UFC Hall of Famer, Michael like Bisbee. And you have to get 50 percent. You've been and you've been working commentary for like no, 117 no. years. That's, that's I'm the new guy bullshit, here. Bro. That's bullshit. I'm I have a, to get five listen, out of six. He has to get two out of four. Come two on. out of four seems fair to me. Three out of four. Can can you be a man of your word? Can you be a man that steps up to a the challenge? Of, my word is I'm going to cheat as much as I can head on. Are you that guy, Anthony? Are you that guy that says, you know what? I want to win this fair and square. And I will pay. <laughs> oh, you have to get 75%. I had to Look, get this is why This is why Michael Bisming is so good at what he does. He'll just challenge your ego. I had to get 90%. You only have to get 75%. Amazing. 75%. Brian is the adjudicator. All right. It really feels like I'm against Anthony at this point. It but. Does, doesn't it? <laughs> but it's fair. Hey, come on, come on. That's unfair. Three out of four. They're the same questions. I have to get five out so of I gotta, six. So I, I got to get three out of four? La- last night, I don't remember us agreeing that we were only going to get half 
we were only going to give half uh, half the choices for this question. So I I am gonna I'm gonna say three out of four, and you get an extra point if you can name the fourth one. That is bullshit. But, you got a chance right. to pull all the way ahead. All right, like, so close the shit out. All right, well, so out, Anthony Lenhouse, right? So Blahovich, Uncle Life is one of the four, correct? No, 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 no. So there's four others other than that one. Four others, yes. Okay. Um, Tyron Woodley, Wonder Boy Thompson. Oh, he's doing um, the history of the UFC, right? Okay, and the title fights. Yeah. Um. Fuck! I just had another one. Thinking weight classes here. None at heavyweight. None at two hundred five that I can think of. One eighty five. I don't think there's any at middleweight. Michael didn't give me any. Didn't give me any tells there. <laughs> He's playing real good poker. He is stone faced. Right he is. Now. I forgot we were doing a show. Um, one seventy Tyron. Sorry, my Wi-Fi just froze up for a second there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like thinking of champions too, because GSP never fought to a draw. Matt Hughes. Um. Oh wait, 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 wait. Frankie Edgar, BJ Penn. Didn't they fight to a draw once? I think that's your guess. No, sounds like a we... guess. Sounds like yeah. A guess. Fuck, I can't get him. Go ahead. All right, uh, can all I right. steal? Can you I steal? Can steal Michael Bisbee, Brandon Moreno, Davidson Figueroa. God damn it! Yeah, god damn we it. Just talked about this one, and then I got to get one more, right? Mm-hmm. By one. your own rules. Yeah, by my own rules. Unfortunately, I know that the first ever flyweight tournament, which went down in Sydney, Australia, which featured Demetrius Johnson and Ian McCall, also ended in a draw. Uh, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, if I'm not mistaken, that was uh, the quarterfinal. Yeah, but whatever, it doesn't matter. It was it was a draw yeah. for a title fight eliminator. That doesn't no, count. It was a, a draw for a title fight eliminator. No, sir. <laughs> what, what but I still get to steal. I steal the point because I got one. No, yep. You needed three no, to get no, the point. No, 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 okay. no. I steal. No, the, you guys told me was three, so no, then I, I get said yes. Steal. I still, I steal the point. Wait, how many did Anthony say? Anthony, Anthony he only said one. And I, I said one. So, so I you need one more, Michael Bisbing. Uh, well, okay. Well, I'll go with. I'll get. You want one more? Uh, Didn't you just get one wrong? Doesn't that stop the question? But it was a title fight eliminated. It was it was linked. So you were so you were wrong. It was part of the 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 pie. It was part of the pie. I'm never gambling with my (laughs) listen to this. No, we gotta move on now because we both suck. All right, all right. So you had the you had the two names, Anthony. BJ Penn did fight to a draw against Cal Uno, and Frankie Edgar fought to a draw against Brandon Maynard. Yeah. Do you know what? When you said Frankie Edgar, I thought Gray Maynard. I should have said that. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, we're losing. It's still four to three, right? I believe it's yeah. five to I three. Know. I believe it is five to three. I am keeping score. God damn. Okay. I, I knew that as well when I said four to three. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> slid the one in. Uh, Just slid it in. See how it, see, see how it fits. All right. Uh, Michael Bisping, uh, which two fighters got a banana split on the same night at UFC 228? Oh god damn, UFC two twenty eight. 
don't know why I'm stroking my face. That's a long time ago. UFC yeah, 229 was Khabib and Connor, which takes us back to the year 2018, I believe. I, I can't even so like, remember like main events when you guys say that shit. I can't even fucking... Same night, two guys landed a banana split. Pretty sure the only two banana splits in UFC history. Well, I'm, 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 I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna forfeit the question, Anthony. You can forfeit, and we get a different one. I know one of them, but I'm not giving one of them because Anthony might get the second. <laughs> you know well, what, what I mean? was one of them? I just, I don't know. <laughs> no, just give me one of them. I don't have one of them. I'm joking. Okay, uh, you guys want to move on from this one then? Well, well, I, I know I know one, so we can move on. But I know one. I think <laughs> doing my own trick. I know one. Yeah, I mean, I know one of them. I know one of them. I mean, what kind of fool wouldn't know one? <laughs> I think it was. Did what? Aljo, one of them. Is Aljo Maine Sterling, and Michael knows the other one. <laughs> the pseudo web stretch. Yeah, the other. No, wait, 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 wait. The other one. It was Aljo on Cody Stamen, I think, and then. We've already said we're moving. The other one was. Oh, I know. I changed my mind though, because now the other one was. That's why I blurted out my answer because we said we were moving on. Did you blurt one out? It was a yeah, but there was a Suluev stretch, wasn't there? That's what they called one of them. But I said that only because we said we were moving on. I I mean, you just called it what it was. That's not really. Yeah, we can move on. But I think the other one was. It was the other one was Zabit. Zabit. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was thinking Russian. I couldn't remember who it was. Though. That was on the same night, was it? Interesting. Yeah. Like, was I right? Uh, was it Aljo? Was it Aljo on Cody Stamen? Yeah, it was. Zabit said he saw it in the back when it happened, and then he just said, like, the opportunity presented itself during the fight, so he went for Are it. Are you serious? So he saw Aljo do it in the fight and thought, you know what, that looks cool, an opportunity kit, and he did it in the fight. That's that awesome. was what he said in the post fight interview. Yeah, I can't wait for him to come back. <laughs> yeah, no, that was amazing. That's incredible. All right, well, listen, I'm I'm far, far, far behind them. The writing is on the wall that Anthony's going to be the champion. It's still oh. five three, and we have a list question where oh, okay, and then we have a question for all the marble. <laughs> marble it up. Okay. Let's go. Uh, okay, uh, Anthony Smith, who landed the most head strikes in a single UFC fight. Max Holloway. He is number two and number three. Michael Bisbing. You want to steal? I'll give it a shot. I'm going to say Max Holloway is a really good choice. Who landed the most headshots in the UFC fight? Who, what poor bastard took more than that? <sighs> Jesus. Who landed the most head strikes? I mean, a little part of me wants to say me, but I'm not going to. We wouldn't give you a question where the answer is you. <laughs> Me. <laughs> uh, incorrect. Oh, no. The only reason I said that is because I thought they're fucking with me now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hold on. Hold on. Let me, give me 10 seconds to see if I've got a pick. <laughs> give me 10 seconds. Are you fucking serious? No, because they threw me off. Oh, Jesus Christ. This never, is some bullshit. Never play Monopoly with me. No, never. No, no. I'm done. I'm done. Go on. Who is it? Uh, it was Steve Miocic against Mark Hunt. Oh, really? Really? Yeah. He landed more shots than Max landed on Calvin Cater. Yeah, that's crazy. Jesus, that's that insane. blew my mind when I saw that. Hey, and that's from Steve Miocic, right? Big dude. Wow, Some huge shots. Probably a huge factor into why his chin cracked. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Hey, fair play to Mark Hodd, man. I mean, that, yeah, I was going to say, that, impressive. That is toughness. My God, that's crazy. And great job on these questions, by the way, Harrington. Nice work. Thank All you. jokes and silliness aside. All right, so I'm, we're still 5-3. 5-3. I have uh, this is a list question. Uh, fighters who have used the nickname Pitbull. Uh, we're going to start with you, Michael Bisping. Okay, but but when you say a list question, so the, per, the person that doesn't go next, and the question is to clarify. Go on, Brian. If you get it and Anthony doesn't, you get the point. And to clarify, it is fighters that use the name Pitbull. Nickname Pitbull, yes. Okay, Andre Arlovsky. All right. I don't have another one. All right. Can I steal? Not a UFC. Yeah, Can not I a U- steal? Go for it. You Tiago win. Alves. Tiago Alves. Boom. Five, four. Boom. Five, four. Okay. This is back. It. I'm clawing back. <laughs> this is the this was the final. Uh we this is worth two points, right? So oh, winner gets oh, fuck. Oh, oh. This one is it's gonna come down to whoever's closer. 24 fighters. Hold on. Before you say this question, I would like to tell you this is the most ridiculous question that Mike has ever come up with. <laughs> okay. okay. Uh, 24 fighters missed weight this year and still fought. Tell me the cumulative, cumulative record of those 24 fighters. Whoever's closest wins. 24 fighters missed weight. Yeah. So I reckon 22 of them were women. <laughs> I'm joking, of course. So you, just gotta, so you just gotta guess. No, I mean it's it's a guess. Probably it's, a it's guess. probably not far off. 24 fighters miss weight. Wow. You miss weight. Seems like, 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 like 40 missed weight, I think. 24 fought. The 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 combined records of all 24 people. Mm-hmm. If you want, you can type it in the chat and then we'll read it out so that you don't. Or Anthony, you're ahead, so you should guess first. No, 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 Okay. What are we doing? Type right, it in the chat. Just go first. Anthony, just go first. Or, 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 or we text it. Because because okay. here's the thing. Because you could say 100 and I, I could say 185, and they say no. And you could go 100. No, no, no. I think he means like how did they do 12 and 12 fights? or like yeah. 12 won, 12 lost. That's what he means. Oh, sorry. You don't mean the record. Out of the 24 people, how many won and how many how lost? Many, right. Oh, sorry. I thought you meant their accumulative records and like their records 17 and 5 <laughs> times 24. I was no. going to say 497. All right. Who are we sending like, this to? Why Brian? is this answer? Are we sending yeah. this to Brian? Right. Hold on. So the, 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 the record, my... whether they won or lost. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So it's good. And the number needs to add up to 24. I'm texting to Brian. I just sent it to Brian. This is a tom- complete guess. All right, so they're both right, out hold, now. Hold, hold on, hold on. So just to make this fun. So, Brian, have you received both answers? I have. 
Okay. Received okay. both answers. Now, whoever says first gives that explanation as to why they came up with that number. Anthony, I'll let you go off. Oh, well, it's not my game show. Anthony. Anthony guessed 18 and 6 for uh, fighters that missed weight. I did. Michael Bisbing said 12 and 12. Straight down the middle. Straight down the middle. A logical approach. Okay. And the winner. But fighters that miss weight generally win. What am I doing? What are you thinking? Fighters (laughs) that miss weight generally win. The winner of the 2022 BYM Trivia Challenge. Michael. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, baby. Come on. (laughs) Are you serious? The fighters who missed weight this year and still fought had a cumulative record of 6 and 18. So the opposite of what you said. That's what I meant. No, no, no. no it's not okay, that's actually that's actually really surprising because there was a year that they tracked it stop, and fighters stop, stop. had like don't a 90%. Percent. Don't take away from a moment. <laughs> as soon as someone becomes champion, they don't go for a, a post-fight analysis with the loser, do they? <laughs> that's fair. Congratulations. <laughs> Even though that's a bullshit stat. <laughs> no, no, that was, uh, I want to say, Hamilton and Brian, great job on that. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, that, went was fucking awesome. that was awesome. Every year, every year we're doing one of these. Gotcha. Uh, hope you guys played along at home. Hope you enjoyed that as well. That was a good laugh. <laughs> it really was. Hamilton never and Brian, play, us, please. Never play any more games with Michael Bisbee. No. Yeah. The trophy's all right. The joke stays here. We're going to send you a new trophy that's just going to have BYM Trivia Challenge Champion on it because we like alliteration. Yes, I like it as well. Add it to my collection. All right, guys, let's talk about Rocket Money, formerly known as True Bill. Look, listen, are you wasting money on subscriptions? 80% of people have prescriptions that they forgot about. So you're probably a part of that 80%. Maybe for you, it's an unused Amazon Prime account, maybe a Hulu account that never gets streamed. But this is a great app. Okay, it lets you track all of those expenses which come out of your bank account every single month, right? You can see it all right there. And when you want to cancel, you just click cancel. Okay, it is so easy. You'll be surprised when you download Rocket Money, when you open the app and you see what you are paying for every single month, you will be blown away. As I say, it shows all the subscriptions right there in one place. Okay, so it doesn't take hours to figure out. You haven't got to troll through bank statements and all the rest of it. You haven't got to call the bank to uh, to cancel it. Sometimes, one time I had to even cancel my bank card. Because when you cancel your bank card, it sometimes cancels them. But then that creates a whole other minefield of problems for you. You're getting phone calls all over the place because payments aren't going through. Rocket Money is the app which shows all your subscriptions in one place and cancels what you don't want. Okay? Simple. Simple. Stop overpaying right now. Cancel unnecessary subscriptions with Rocket Money today. Go to rocketmoney.com slash believe. Seriously, this could save you hundreds or thousands per year. That is rocketmoney.com slash believe. Get rid of useless subscriptions with Rocket Money right now. Go to rocketmoney.com slash believe and start saving today. All right, we've been going for a while now, so we're going to finish off with the end of year awards. Uh, And we'll do it in a similar fashion. We'll let um, Harrington, you announce them. You make your pick. 
Anthony, I'll make my pick for the categories. And then obviously we went to the polls. So if there's mm -hmm. a difference in opinion in us, if the guys, the believers on the YouTube channel, if they, you know, side with one of us, then they get the winner or the person, whoever, Bobby Lee or who, Bobby, K Bobby Lee, Bobby Green or whoever. I was just thinking about Bobby fight. Lee. Bobby Lee's the fighter of the year. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Hamilton, what do we have? And Brian, what do we have? All right. Uh, so for this one, the first one I have, uh, we'll start from the bottom. Uh, knockout of the year. Uh, the choices were. Uh, Leon's head kick against Kamaru Usman, uh, Weili Zhang's spinning elbow against Yoni and Jacek, Michael Chandler's front kick of Tony Ferguson, and Jamal Hill sending uh, Johnny Walker to the shadow room. So, so I'll make my pick first, and then we'll alternate who goes first each time. Uh, I'm going to say Leon Edwards, simply because of the magnitude of what he achieved there. You know, obviously becoming the pound-for-pound pound champ, stopping the pound-for-pound, pound, sorry, the welterweight champ, knocking out the pound-for-pound pound number one. And in a fight that he did have a great first round, but the next three he lost. So I think the way that he come back and the way that he knocked him out and to become the second British champion of all time. And for that, that gets my uh, my vote. Well, what say you, Anthony? Uh, you know, you know I, I would typically have chosen the same one, but just to choose it on a different uh, I don't know, maybe scale. I think as a as a whole, with the magnitude and what was at stake and and all of that going into that fight, obviously it's Leon Edwards over Kamar Usman. But we're talking pure violence and just nastiness. And I'm not, I'm not just saying this because I'm here with Jamal Hill, like training with him. The Jamal Hill knockout of Johnny Walker was fucking nasty. So I think just pure violence wise, that's probably on the list. That's probably the worst one. And I agree with that because that image of Johnny Walker lying on the floor <laughs> is all crumpled up. I mean, fucking hell. Yeah, God damn. Uh, and then, Harrington, who do we have from the Believers? What were their picks? Uh, this one was actually the biggest runaway uh, on both Twitter and YouTube uh, with like over 80% Leon Edwards. Oh, nice. Okay, well, congratulations, Leon Edwards. Well-deserved. And to be honest, across all the boards, I think he's getting a knockout of the year comeback of the year international fighter of the year right yeah you know what i mean all deserved all, all deserved. well deserved congratulations well you'll be getting one of these in the mail um you won't <laughs> do, we, do we have his address i don't we, we haven't got the budget for it <laughs> let's be honest harrison what we got next uh all right submission of the year uh saeed namagamadov uh ninja choke uh, Tom Aspinall's straight arm lock of Alexander Volkov, uh, Jessica Andrade, uh, the standing arm triangle against Amanda Lemos, and uh, Yuri Prohaska's rear naked choke against Glover Tushin. Ah, today. Yeah, I'm going to go the rear naked choke of Glover. I think, again, back to the the, the moment, the, him losing the fight, the, how big it was, and to submit a super high-level black belt that was supposed to walk all over you in jiu-jitsu and over to share i think that's tough to beat i agree i agree i mean all worthy challenges i mean yeah tom's submission the straight arm bar over volkov uh the standing arm triangle that andrage got over lemos yeah that was you a know, good one too that, that was really cool that was really cool but i think yeah just the magnitude and the fact that it was at the end of such an epic back and mm -hmm. forth battle yeah i'm with you on that one as well mm. 
So the uh, YouTube and Twitter is actually split on this one. YouTube uh, uh, overwhelmingly uh, is voting for with you guys, Geary versus Glover. Uh, Twitter has it uh, the uh, Jessica Andrade standing arm. Uh, interesting. So Brian, who do you choose? And then that'll be the the decider, the tiebreaker. And who do Harrington and Brian both choose then? Uh, to be honest, you don't ever see a standing arm triangle. <clears throat> that submission of the year has to be something out of the ordinary. And I think that is, that's the one. That's a good point. That's a good it point. Is. All right. We'll go with that then. Fair enough. Harrington, what we got next? Stop, stop making me chew you every time. This is going to be your role until this thing's over. Stop making me go. You know what I mean? Just, just take mm-hmm. the initiative, bro. Okay. Get it together. Okay. okay. <laughs> uh, no attitude. Uh, no talking back. New Year's resolution, 2023. No attitude, Harrington. <laughs> okay. Fight of the year. Uh, Yuri Prohaska versus Glover Teixeira Cyril Gaon versus Taito Avasa Michael Chandler versus Dustin Poirier and Hamza Chimaev versus Gilbert Burns I mean I mean they were all amazing weren't they yeah they were all ridiculous fights which embodied the spirit of this sport you know what I mean oh god it's it's tough it's tough maybe it's recency bias I was going to say Dustin Poirier versus Michael Chandler, but I remember being in Singapore for Glover versus Yiri. It was insane. Oh, Glover versus Yiri. You know, I, I think I worked all of those. I was there for Chandler Poirier. I was there for Cyril Gaon, Tai Tuivasa. And I wasn't there for the other one was in Singapore. And then the other one was in Phoenix. I think, I mean, I got to go Hamza Gilbert Burns. I think just the, Hamzat coming in just absolutely demolishing everyone in his wake. And then Gilbert kind of having a tough beginning of the fight. Like he didn't look great at first and just battled his way back into it. Um, that's got to be it for me. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's no right or wrong answers, right. is there? Uh, no. they're, they're all phenomenal. All phenomenal. Yeah. YouTube. Hey, look at that. That was a good word. See, Came right in. see, I don't have to say Harrington. Well, what do they have over there? Yeah. <laughs> That stops me having to dominate how much I talk because I drive the traffic, you see, people. I'm not just interrupting. I'm driving the traffic. Having to drive the traffic, please. Twitter and YouTube both agree uh, Yuri versus uh, Glover was their fight of the year. Right, right. I mean, they, they were all sensational, let's be honest. But, yeah, well done to you guys. I think across the board, I think on BT Sport, they got the same one there as well. So, yeah. all right, good job. What else we got? Female fighter of the year. Uh, this one, all right, so just don't hate on this too much, but I have Amanda Nunes, Valentina Shevchenko, Zhang Wei Li, and the only 3-0 and uh, female fighter of the year, Vanessa Demopoulos. Right. Yeah, she was the only female to go 3-0. She, I she, mean, was, she was, but, and this is no offense to her, because what a sensational year for her. I just think the stakes... And the level of the competition yeah, the level's different. Is a little yeah. different, but sorry, Anthony, it's you first. Uh, it's got to be, just got to be Zhang Wei Li. I mean, she recaptures her title, looks absolutely fantastic. Um, to be a, a two-time champ, it's got it. Amanda Nunes, you know, came back and regained her title. But to be fair, and maybe this is an unfair criticism of Amanda, the Amanda that showed up the second time was the one I expected the first time. So yep. what she did wasn't necessarily, and maybe this speaks to her greatness. What she did in that second fight with Juliana Pena was what I expected to see. And the first time was more the shocking thing. 
You know, like I expected her to show up and be great, but she didn't do anything above and beyond that. She showed up and was the same monster that I expected. Uh, I think Zhang Weili had a fantastic year. Mm -hmm. And I think other, you know, when we're talking about Valentina and Nunes, who were always at the forefront of these conversations, I think Mm -hmm. I'm correct in saying they only both fought once. You know, Shevchenko only fought yeah. Talia Santos. And again... And I think she lost. I, 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 I'm a huge fan of Valentina Shevchenko, but I remember watching that and calling that fight and thinking, and when they raised the hand, I, I thought it was going to be Santos. But granted, when you're commentating, you can't score it that closely because you're so mm-hmm. focused on what's happening right now. Uh, but regardless, she only fought once and it was a, a close contest. Nunes... Only fought once. Yeah, Demopolis fought three times, granted, but a lower level of competition with respect. I think Zhang Weili fighting twice, that spinning knockout over Joanna Jacek to do that, to put the icing on the cake of mm-hmm. you know to, of that rivalry, so to speak, and then to get a belt back, it's got to be Zhang Weili. Yep. Add Joanna to fighters that have retired because we missed that one. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, good yeah. point. And the fans uh, agree with you resoundingly. This was a, a runaway on both. Uh, Zhang Weili. Yeah, yeah. Add Joanna to that list of stupid fucking questions that Michael's got to answer while Anthony Smith just has to say, they, who is the president of the UFC? Is it Dana White? <laughs> or is it Scott Coker? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, Brian, uh, sorry, Harrington gives you a multiple choice just in case. <laughs> is it? <laughs> uh, Saki Kibara. Anyway, go on. Okay, uh, final category, Male Fighter of the Year. Uh, this was Islam Makachev, Leon Edwards, Alexander Volkanovsky, and Alex Pereira. Alex Pereira, Islam Makachev, Volkanovsky, and who was the fourth one, sorry? Leon. Oh, Leon, Leon. <sighs> I, I mean, a tough one. There's it's no a, a real, again, there's no wrong answer. They all did phenomenal things. Leon only fought once this year. So I think that kind of, because he's right there for what he achieved, but he only fought once. Islam dethroned uh, Oliveira. He beat Bobby Green. Volkanovski fought twice. Korean Zombie and Max Holloway. Max Holloway. And and closed it out with Max Holloway. You know what I mean? Yeah. That that performance was sensational. It was was one of the most dominant performances over someone that high level I've ever seen. No, no, nobody's. I mean, all right, McGregor beat him back in the day, but that's when Holloway. Yeah, not like that though. And with respect, Holloway wasn't the Holloway that he became. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He was so young, and that's no disrespect. Not taking away from Connor's win. Who was the fourth? Islam, Leon, Volkanovski, Pereira. Oh, Pereira! I mean, Pereira. What a great year! Three and all, two knockouts. Took the belt off Izzy. Oh, damn! It's hard. It's hard. I'm going to say Pereira. I'm going to say Pereira simply because to achieve that at such, so in the infancy of his MMA career, you know, to take the belt off Izzy that no one's been able to do at middleweight, you know, to mm-hmm. knock out Sean Strickland and yeah, went to a decision against Bruno Silva, but Bruno Silva is a hell of a fighter that I think people don't. He really, doesn't get enough credit. That's what I was going to say. He doesn't yeah, get the credit. Good. And Pereira doesn't get the credit for finishing, uh, sorry, for fi- beating him. Mm-hmm. I got I got Pereira, but there's no wrong answers. I, I have a question. Do you think we're going to see more specialists now? Like, do you think, because now, like, Izzy was undefeatable. Like, he's a kickboxing specialist. You know what I mean? And then Alex Pereira comes in. He's a kickboxing specialist. And they're smoking these, like, MMA fighters. 
do you think like we're gonna see a cycle of specialists come in and like smoke a bunch of MMA dudes and then I, I don't know. No, just no, thought. Yeah, I mean, because you've all no. got to have you all got to have that base, and if they haven't got the base, you know. But but it's an interesting question. But here's a better question, Brian. Anthony hasn't given his fighter of the year yet. Oh yeah, no. But to answer <laughs> Brian's question, I don't think so. I think that the couple specialists we've seen recently, it's just worked out in their peers with their peers in their weight divisions. Like Izzy, kind of has the perfect group of guys around him because he doesn't have any super dominant high level wrestlers in that division. Pereira is going to have a tough time at the top of that division outside of Israel Adesanya, to be honest with you. But um, so I think it's matchup specific. To answer the question, I was going to go Pereira, but then I was like, well, it's not really fair because he's already beaten Adesanya twice. But then my number two was Volkanovsky, who beat the Korean Zombie, which wasn't really on his level, but he also beat Max Holloway twice before. So I think Pereira, just to be as young in the sport as he is, as green as he is, and, and able to come in, I think the reasoning by like why he wanted to com- come back and fight MMA and make it to the UFC when he really is chasing down is Sonny. That's some fucking gangster shit. Like he didn't give a shit about the title. He wanted yeah. Izzy. Yeah. Like that's yeah. that's hard. You know, that's that's hardcore. So probably I think Pereira. Who did the uh, believers have? Harrington. Uh, Volkanovsky. Yeah. On YouTube and Twitter, both went Volkanovsky. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. All right. I mean, it, it does make sense, but I think we override it because the two hosts of the biggest show in the goddamn universe. We said it. We said we said yeah. Pereira. And with that, that brings us to the end of the show, guys. We're not going to do questions because we're going to save them for next week. Uh, I always say we've got a message for the believers. I'm going to give a message to the believers, but I want a four shot, please. Got a message for everyone. Uh, Harrington and Brian, you, it's been a great year for Believe You Me. We've grown. We've acquired a lot of new fans. I think the show's grown. A lot of that to do with you, Anthony. Since you came on board, it's incredible. You know, I, I feel like now we have a real serious, credible MMA show, but we also have a lot of laughs. Harrington and Brian, you guys do tremendous work. Brian, you're editing. It's so smooth. It's so slick now. It really is the production from where it used to be back in the day. But of course, you know, things grow over time. Harrington, we always say you do such a phenomenal job on the notes. You bring so much to the screen, to the camera. You know, yeah, we have fun at you, but you, you, you're great, man. We all love you. And we've got a lovely little family here. And as I always say, wouldn't be able to do it without you believers. Before I hand it over, Rebecca, step in here, please. Step in here. She has a message for the believers as well. Just Aww. get in and just say Happy New Year to everyone. And just say, hey, Happy New hey. Year, everybody. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Well, I give you a chance. I'm saying Happy New Year to your co-hosts. And now I'm going to say Happy New Year to all the believers out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we love you all. We love you all. And congratulations, guys, for putting up with Michael for another year. I know (laughs) it's not easy. I know. So so congratulations and well done. Yeah. Thank you very much. We're struggling through it. We'll get yeah, I know. Anthony. I feel your pain. I oh, <laughs> Anthony, the floor is yours, brother. Yeah, well, thank you guys for bringing me on. It's been a fucking fantastic year. I've had so much fun. I've never laughed my ass off so much than, you know, or more than when we're recording this show. Harrington and Brian, you guys have been awesome. Thanks for dealing with my bullshit. Thanks Michael, for thanks for helping deal with my crazy schedule and weird hotel rooms and 
everything that goes along with hey, it. I appreciate you guys. I'm right there with you. I'm one minute it's Bulgaria, the next minute it's somewhere else. It's right rarely in my home. Aaron and Brian, yeah. enjoy the new year, man. Enjoy it's the new true. year. Go out, party like it's 1999, the year we got together, incidentally. Correct. Oh, God. Don't Aaron, say that. Yeah, don't say that. We're old fucks. <laughs> Aaron doesn't drink, although he looks like he's hammered right now. What Aaron, do you think of the Aaron, bow tie? I love it. Looks Thank great. you. Yeah, it's I think I'm going like, to add this. Go on. Like, this is, I'm going to add this to my New Year's attire. Like, I got this yeah. as a joke for the show. I'm wearing no. this out on New Year's, for sure. Do you, do you say, like, you love it, like, you really love it? Or are you saying it like, you know, like, like, you know, the mentally handicapped seven-year-old at a party. You're like, oh, I love it. Excuse it's amazing. Me. He loves it like he loves trains. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and on that note, guys, we're going to say farewell. We're going to say farewell. Love you all. Take care. Happy New Year. God bless. Stay with the show in 2023. We've got big plans, big guests. We're getting together, right, guys? We're getting together. We are. Yeah. We invited yeah. to my house anytime. January would be a good month. Come down. I'll pay for the flights. Stay at my place. We'll get some content. We'll do some podcasting. We'll do some training. Let's We're going go. hunting. We're killing hogs. I'm going to England. We're going to England. We're wow. going to England. Me live. I said, I'm going to England. And look at Harrington. He's so upset. He's going to have a baby, which is apparently the most detrimental thing that's going to well, happen. There you go. Making your problem everyone's problem, Harrington. It's your fault. <laughs> you weren't bitching about it when you were doing it. <laughs> Harrison is going to be a father? My God, I didn't know right. that. It's crazy. Crazy year coming up, Harrington. Crazy year. And we hope you guys have a crazy, good, successful, happy new year. Take care.